Sports Minutes with Elia Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3, another day, another sports headline. This one's been making the news. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Raushan. Uh, imagine you giving up on your dreams and then suddenly the door opens. Yeah, what that'd a feeling. That would be quite magical, right? To think you've lost it all and then mm. suddenly you have another chance at it. And I tell you what, you talk about headlines making making us speak about things, right? There's nothing more I love than a Singaporean flying the flag abroad. Yeah, and uh, flying the flag in a country that I love and I'll be visiting in a couple of months. Uh, Japan, that is. One of the biggest sports in Japan, if you're not aware, is baseball. Yeah, it is. It's huge over there. I mean, we talk about fandom for all sorts of sports, but baseball in particular is huge in Japan. And it's good to know a Singapore baseball player, Kohei Wong, is making waves over in Japan. Well, he's on the line with us all the way from Japan. Kohei, how are you doing? Hey, Yes, it's great. Actually, it's pretty hot in Japan today. today oh, yeah. 34 degrees. You're going into summer, right? If I'm not wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. In, it's the beginning of summer, so it's going to get hotter from now. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's hot today. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, as uh, Singaporeans, Japan is a place we tend to travel to. As Asians, it's easy to relate where the culture is concerned. Don't even need to talk about the food. It's amazing there. So how has that process been for you, you know, uh, moving to Japan, living there? How, how was the entire process like? Yeah, so uh, just a short introduction. So I'm, I'm with the uh, Ibaraki Astro Planets, which is, which is a professional baseball team in Japan. Uh, it's part of the independent league. So it's not the top league, but actually one of the bottom leagues over here um, under the professional baseball. So I'm, I've been in Japan since uh, the end of March. So it's been about three, three and a half months over here. Mm. Um, well, it's, it's, it's been a, a really great experience so far. Because, uh, you know, no, no Singaporean has actually gone to Japan to play baseball professionally. Um, and the, the level of baseball here is just really different from yeah. what it is in Southeast Asia. Um, you know, just to give some context, uh, you know, pitchers in, in Southeast Asia throw uh, at a speed of about 125 to 130. Mm. Um, but over here, the minimum speed in the league that I'm in is at least 140 to 145. Wow. Wow. So that's, that's a pretty big difference over here. And, uh, you know, the players who are playing baseball really, you know, they just play baseball all their life and that mm. that's that's what their whole life revolves around. So it's a completely different culture from how it is in Singapore, you know, where we have to manage between having our studies um, and playing our sports. Uh, yeah, it's very different. Yeah, Kohei, you give us a great sense of what it's like, this great Japanese adventure for you. But just in the few months there, what have you learned in terms of picking up not just the sport of baseball, but other outside factors? You know, I'm I'm half Japanese actually, mm-hmm. so but I grew up in Singapore all my life. So um, I do speak some Japanese, mm-hmm. but I actually found it quite difficult to adjust to uh, living in Japan. You know, um, because the the society is pretty, um, I would say, traditional. Pretty uh, like for example, in, in um, I am in my baseball team, right? There's there's a lot of hierarchy based on age. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that's that's very different from in Singapore. So you know the the younger players always have to be the one you know helping out to do things, while the older players are the ones who you know do less because because they are older. I think other than that, uh, I'm actually living in Ibaraki, in Japan. So it's it's a countryside area. Uh, 
it's not located. It's about three three hours from Tokyo. So okay. um, it, it, it's new for me because, uh, you know, I'm so used to living in Singapore, which is a city, <laughs> but living in, in Ibaraki, um, you know, you, you need a car to go to, to anywhere. And to the people here, um, traveling 20 minutes is considered very near. But yeah. I think 20 minutes in Singapore can be considered, you know, a bit far. So <laughs> it's it, it the kind of difference that, that I'm adjusting to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kohei, I mean, I love the way you describe baseball and, you know, you set the context of the different level it is in Japan. Um, Growing up in Singapore, and this is a very personal question, someone who loves baseball, were you a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of an outcast? uh, Because, you know, baseball is such a minor sport here. How how was that like? How did you find friends to play with you? (laughs) Yeah, so... uh no, almost nobody in Singapore plays baseball, right? Uh, none of the schools have baseball. Um, you know, the total baseball population in Singapore is probably 100 to 200 people. Wow. It's really small. Um, so growing up, actually, I started playing baseball with the Japanese community in Singapore oh. when I was um, at the age of around five to six years old. Okay. And then I started playing with the Americans from the age 12. Um. And then I joined the national team at around uh, 14 years old. Mm. And then since then, I've been with them. So, yeah, the community is very small. It's, 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 it's difficult to play the sport because, um, you know, we, we don't have the kind of uh, baseball program that there is in Japan where, you know, there are many schools that have the sport. Um, there are many coaches and they're good facilities. We don't have that here. So it was difficult. And at the same time, you know, when you're young growing up, you always want to be with your friends, but your friends don't play the sport, right? Your school friends don't even know about it. So, yeah, it, it was difficult, but, you know, um, the sport is itself is, is amazing. It's, mm. it's um, I would say it's a very, very complicated sport, and that, that's something that I, I really enjoyed. So that's why I continued playing through the years. Now, Kohei, you set the scene for us in terms of telling us how difficult it was to pick up a baseball bat and play it with your friends and stuff like that. But this opportunity to be in Japan, it did not come easy for you. You almost fell out of love with the sport and then suddenly this opportunity came along for you. Why don't you tell us a bit more of how you got this chance? Yeah, so um, it, it, it all actually started when, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm still a university student. I'm studying at NUS. And I was in my hostel and one day I was just watching a YouTube video of the tryouts happening in Japan. So I was watching the Indie League tryouts and and it just hit me like that I should just try it, right? Because the Indie League tryout is open to anybody. As long as you pay the the entrance fee to join the tryouts, anybody can do it. So, you know, I told myself, um, I'm at the age of, you know, tw- in my 20s, um, no one has done it. I- I'm just going to try it and see how it goes. I have nothing to lose, right? So that's what I did. So uh, I went for the tryouts last year in November. Um, it was held in Osaka. And uh, the tryouts had a total of um, 300 players, right? So th- that was like the first time I saw 300 players in a baseball field. Wow. And all of these players were of a certain standard. Yeah, so it, it was a feeling that I never had before, you know, being nervous, um, being so uncertain and, you know, actually being looked at as an athlete by the scouts. Um, yeah, it was a lot of pressure. So the, the, the tryouts consisted of three different rounds. Mm. Um, and I managed to 
stay to the very last round where there were only 20, around 20 to 25 players left. Um, but after that, they will actually choose, the scouts will choose from this pool of 25 players who, who will get scouted. Mm. And um, honestly, only one or two got scouted from this 25. Wow. So, yeah, so I wasn't scouted. Um, and so, I, I, you know, I was back in Singapore and I, I knew that, you know, I didn't, I didn't get selected. Um, yeah, but I really wanted to play baseball overseas. Mm. You know, I, I love baseball and my goal is to grow the sport in Singapore. And I knew that, uh, you know, to be able to grow the sport, I need to see how it is like in a, at a higher level, you know, outside of Southeast Asia where the sport is being played professionally. So what I did was that I reached out to one of the general managers of the Indy League team mm-hmm. um, who, who spoke to me during the trials because he had some interest of baseball in Singapore. So I, I reached out to him on Facebook and I just told him, you know, I really wanted to be given a chance to, to see how baseball it is mm. like overseas. Yeah. So he, he got back to me and then the initial offer that he gave was for me to join the team as a manager. Okay. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. So, but, but that, that wasn't what I wanted, you know, I wanted to play. So mm. I told him, you know, I'm still young and I represent the country. I, I want, I want a chance to play. Mm. So after a few rounds of negotiation, we agreed uh, to be given a training contract and at the same time um, I have to help out with some administrative roles yeah so that that was how I landed the chance to play in Japan wow really admire that you know you pursuing your goal really uh, kind of forcing your way through but that that is the mark of a good player a great player a great athlete as well Kohei you are 23 years old you sound so mature and you you use this phrase you want to grow the sport in Singapore okay so what happens now how do we grow this sport of baseball here in Singapore yeah so um, you know baseball in Singapore we don't uh, right now we only have the national team, and probably um, around three to four baseball clubs in Singapore. We don't have a proper baseball program, which is why we can't, uh, you know, we can't develop players um, to become better at the sport. So, you know, what I really hope to work on when I'm back in Singapore is to to, to work on a uh, developing a proper baseball program. Okay. You know, having an adults team, U18, U U15, and a U12, where you know we we can have kid, uh, people playing the sport from a very young age and developing them as they grow older and then push them into the adult team. I think um, that's something that I really want to work on. And, you know, like all other national teams, we, we do face similar issues of, you know, funding, um, you know, having to hire coaches, uh, you know, the, the finances needed, required to go for overseas trips. Mm-hmm. Um, all these are the challenges that we face. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to work on them um, when I'm back in Singapore. And one, one interesting thing is, so um, I'm actually with, so, so I mentioned that I'm, I'm with the Independent League in Japan. And the Independent League uh, is very similar to, um, I would say, baseball or, you know, the, the national teams in Singapore because they have issues with, they, they face very similar issues. You know, there's not a lot of support for the Independent Leagues mm. uh, because, uh, you know, everyone wants to support the top league teams. Um, in independent league, a typical match probably has around 100 to 200 crowds. Um, it's very little. And uh, the teams always have to find new ways to, to get funding. 
right? So 90% of the revenue for these independent leagues actually come from sponsorships. Mm. Um, yeah, and so so to, to me, right, uh, it's very similar. The, the struggles that, you know, we what we face in Singapore and what the independent leagues face in, in Japan is very similar. Um, so uh, being in Japan, I'm able to see how these independent leagues you know, find creative ways to rate, to to get sponsorships. Yeah. You know, creative ways to to garner support from from the general public. Um, so yeah, these these are things that I really want to work on when I'm back in Singapore. Go ahead, it blows my mind that you're only 23 and yet you have these grand plans for Singapore and you're doing the right things to get that experience you need. We've heard plenty about your plans for Singapore and the sport in Singapore. We wish you all the best for that. But just to wrap up very quickly, you clearly have a very strong support system in terms of your family who've pushed you to go out and achieve this. Why don't you give them a shout out and tell tell us how much they've played a part in you achieving this? Yeah, so I, I'm really grateful for my family. Um... You know, I think most most uh, families in Singapore they would they would tell you you know just focus on your studies, get a good job, and mm. then um, you know start working and save money, right? Um, but my my family has been my parents have been very supportive um, throughout this journey, um, and and I'm really grateful for that. You know, without without their support, you know, it's not possible to do this, and without their understanding, you know, it's really difficult. So yeah, I'm I'm just really so grateful for that, and. At the same time, um, yeah, I, I will do my best to make them proud. Huh? Yeah. For sure you will. We've been speaking with Singapore baseball player Kohei Wong. Kohei, thank you so much for your time. Take care and have a great evening ahead. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.